Welcome to Watch Therefore, the program designed to help the disciple of Messiah Jesus obey His command to watch therefore and be ready, for you don't know the hour or the day your Lord is coming. Dove Schwartz here at the Sea of Galilee, encouraging everyone who's watching more than ever to watch therefore and be ready. So thankful to be with you once again on the program Watch Therefore. Today I'm going to be discussing a compass for overcoming. In the thick, dark forest of this generation, we need to be equipped by the word of the living God, our compass for overcoming. But first, a word of prayer. Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, please bless this holy time and please bless all our viewers today in Messiah Jesus' name. Father, we ask it. Amen and amen. Well, first, for the rest of our journey, it's important to know where we are. And I'm going to spend a lot of the first segment discussing where we are, our starting point from here. Will you face where we are so that you can successfully navigate the rest of your journey? In Matthew 24, the Lord tells his disciples of signs pertaining to his return to Jerusalem. Amongst other things, signs are for a warning. Uh, signs show us where we are and how to get to our desired destiny. Look at Matthew 24 with me. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows or birth pangs. And the biblical New Testament Greek word for nation there is ethnos, where we get ethnic group. Ethnic group will rise up against ethnic group, and these signs will work together like they never have before with frequency and intensity. So think of World Wars I and II, both very instrumental in reestablishing physically rebirthing Israel, which I'll talk more about in just a moment. Well, in World War I, 40 million perished. In World War II, including the Holocaust, of course, with 6 million Jewish people, 85 million perished. And then in the 20th century, just under communism, com this doesn't include many of the other genocides and uh, other uh, manifestations of global ethnic violence, just in communism, 100 million were killed, which certainly is an important warning to America and what's going on there today as well. And so with regard to global violence, just last year, 43 million babies perished in their mother's wombs. And that's about the number every year and has been for, for many decades. Now, think of this with regard to famine. 
famine. There are more hungry people on planet Earth today than ever. And now there are these record-breaking, almost like the book of Exodus, the plagues of Egypt, locust swarms wiping out the crops of many countries, pestilences, pestilences like viruses, like the Wuhan coronavirus that is a global pandemic. Earthquakes are shaking the earth with ferocity never seen before with this frequency and intensity of the birth pangs. And then in Matthew 24, 32, Uh, Beginning in verse 32, we see the fig tree generation that will not pass away till our Savior returns and sits on the throne of David in Jerusalem. This generation will not pass away till all these things take place, including the birth pangs, the great tribulation. uh, And and that would, um, the, the rapture would precede, of course, the tribulation. And then we return with Messiah Jesus from heaven as he comes to set up his kingdom from Jerusalem. And and so when we think about the sign of the fig tree, Israel in Bible prophecy, let's see how it ties in with the birth pains in Isaiah 66. Who has heard such a thing? Who has seen such things? Shall the earth be made to give birth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion was in labor, labor, she gave birth to her children. And of course, this ties in with the sign of Noah's day, as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be with the coming of the Son of Man. And the characteristics of Noah's day, a population explosion today, more people on planet Earth than ever. And in Noah's day, great wickedness and corruption and violence. That's where we are, folks. That's where we start our journey today and onward from this place. Yes, this is where we are. And, and think of this, in modern times, in church, we've been wrongly taught not to think about the wrath of God. But what have we been saved from? We've been saved from the wrath of God as we've received Jesus as our Savior and Lord. And with regard to God's wrath, that's exactly what he's thinking about today. Look at Romans chapter 1, beginning in verse 18. Now listen, I'm going to read a lot of verses right now. Please stay with me. And you tell me, does this not describe this end of the age generation that leads into the kingdom of Messiah Jesus on the earth? Here we are. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness, because what may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world, His invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even His eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because although they knew God, they did not glorify Him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools. Became fools. 
Today, we don't even know the difference between a boy and a girl and a man and a woman in this crazy society. Come on. And change the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. Therefore, God also gave them up to uncleanness and the lust of their hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves who exchanged the truth of God for the lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them up to vile passions, for even their women exchanged the natural use for what is against nature. Likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust for one another, men with men committing what is shameful and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error, which was due. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind to do those things which are not fitting, being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil-mindedness. There are whispers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful, who knowing the righteous judgment of God, that those who practice such things are deserving of death, not only do the same, but also approve of those who practice them so that's where we are, folks, and it's going to be difficult. It's going to be difficult. This always happy, candy cane, user-friendly, comfortable, easy-believism Christianity, folks, it's not real. It's a fairy tale. It's not biblical faith and authentic faith in Messiah Jesus. And having said all that, who would like some really good news? And here is some really good news. This is also a generation full of grace and kingdom opportunities. Because where sin abounds, grace abounds all the more. Hallelujah and hallelujah. Think of, what Paul, of the Apostle Paul and what he said, For a great and effective door is open to me, and there are many adversaries. And in the midst of God-hating adversaries, abounding sin, and God's judgment, the Lord is also pouring out His grace and His mercy. Remember, Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Look at Habakkuk uh, chapter 3, verse 2. O Lord, I've heard your speech and was afraid. O Lord, revive your work in the midst of the years. In the midst of the years, make it known in wrath. Remember mercy. Remember mercy. So retool your thinking like this, according to where we're starting from and what's, what the Lord is doing, and read your compass. Read your compass. Seek after the grace and the mercies of the Lord in this time, in the midst of his judgments. Then remember something regarding our adversaries, the flesh, the world, and the devil. Remember this. Without a Goliath, there's no King David. Without a cross, there's no resurrection. Darkness makes the light even brighter. And so there's a pastor who once said this. I've mentioned it before in the program. I'll say it again. He said, you entertain the tares, but you challenge the saints. And so, yes, conditions will get worse, but we have the blessed hope, the rapture to look forward to. Our king is coming for us any moment. That's good news. Yes. And like a diamond, a flawless diamond set down on the black velvet cloth with the light shining down on it. And that light pops off of that diamond. So we will shine even brighter in these times. So 
Remember, as we go forward into the next segment, looking at our compass, watch therefore and be ready. This Watch Therefore television program and message is going into 200 million homes in 200 countries. Oh, hallelujah. As the Lord is using this as a tool to help make disciples who will hear from him one day very soon. Well done, thy good and faithful servant. This message stirs the lukewarm to repent and seek after the Lord with a whole heart. It also ties perfectly with the gospel as many see the desperate need for a savior in these waning hours of this prophetic generation. Remember to watch therefore and be ready. Along with our Watch Therefore television program, we have our ministries blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations, like Romans 1.16 says, to the Jew first and then to the nations. Our co-founding partner of Blessing Israeli Believers, John McTurnan, and myself, we co-founded the ministry as we partner with Israeli believers in Messiah Jesus who are getting out the gospel, making disciples, saving babies from abortion, helping Holocaust survivors, and so much more. And then our To the Nations ministry poured out for the nations, where we go to many countries in Africa and other places as well, getting out the gospel, preaching the Watch Therefore message, seeing many saved, helping orphans and widows as well. Oh, what incredible opportunities we have through blessing Israeli believers and poured out for the nations. What a way to watch therefore and be ready when our Savior comes for us in the clouds. A great way to get acquainted and stay close to our ministry is through our monthly free newsletters. You can receive your Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nations newsletter by post or by email. Now we have updates about what's going on in the ministry along with important devotionals that will help you to watch therefore and be ready. Go to our website, watchtherefore.tv and sign up for our Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's monthly newsletters. Along with prayer, there are those who would like to financially partner with our ministry. First, let me say this. If you've not yet received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please do not send any money into this ministry. It's our desire that you would be our guest and even pray to receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord today. For those who would like to financially partner with the ministry, there's three primary ways to do so. You can give to our Watch Therefore television program, our ministry blessing Israeli believers, or poured out for the nations. You can do so by post or online. There's information there on the screen. What a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven and to watch therefore and be ready. Once again, here at the new year, we're offering our special Messianic Hebraic calendars with a gift of any amount to our ministries, Watch Therefore, Blessing Israeli Believers, or Poured Out for the Nations. These beautiful calendars have special pictures of Israel, Bible verses, and Hebraic teaching and Feast of the Lord dates as they pertain to our faith in Messiah Jesus. Just make out your check or online giving to one of these three ministries and write calendar in the memo or notes section, and we will send out your special calendar for the new year. And finally, I'd like to share a couple Bible passages with you that have changed my life and blessed me tremendously. Psalm 41, blessed is he who considers the poor. The Lord will deliver him in time of trouble. The Lord will preserve him and keep him alive and he will be blessed on the earth. You will not deliver him to the will of his enemies. The Lord will strengthen him on his bed of illness. You will sustain him on his sickbed. 
Proverbs 19, he who has pity on the poor lends to the Lord and he will pay back what he has given. Through our ministries, Watch Therefore and Poured Out for the Nations, we have deep relationships with reliable, godly men who minister to the poor in India, two pastors in Kenya, a ministry in Rwanda, and also Burundi. These all work faithfully and directly with some of the poorest people you can imagine, sharing the gospel and helping them in the name of Messiah Jesus with food and other essentials. There are special promises the Lord keeps for those who consider the poor. As the Holy Spirit leads you to stand on these promises, join us by designating on your check or the notes section online, the poor. Welcome back to the program Watch Therefore. I've been discussing a compass for overcoming, and here's a question. How do you know if you're an overcomer? The answer is simple, in that you're an overcomer if you're overcoming. And to do so, we need to trust the only one who has fully overcome this world that is set against the God of creation, our great God and Savior, Messiah Jesus. He says through his apostle John, we know that we are of God and the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. And Messiah Jesus says, these things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Yes, we're to have peace and joy, peace and good cheer, even in the midst of this dark world. The ecclesia, or church, is made up of individuals who have come out of the world system to, in community, worship our great Savior Jesus, to worship our Father in spirit and truth, abiding in Messiah Jesus. So first to overcome, you have to repent of your sins and believe in the gospel of Messiah Jesus. That's what he said in Mark chapter 1. Then the apostle John says, For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Who is he who overcomes the world? But he who believes that Jesus is the Son of God, believing that he died on the cross for our sins, was buried and on the third day rose again. That's the gospel. That's the good news. We turn away from our sins and believe and follow Messiah Jesus. And we're then born again so we can overcome the world by our eternal life and our faith in him. This is just the first step on the overcoming journey. Next, realize there are eternal rewards that the Lord wants to give us rewards for overcoming. I'm going to read some Revelation passages. You ready? Revelation 2. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give to eat from the tree of life, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. Do you have an ear to hear what the Spirit saying to the churches? He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. He who overcomes shall not be hurt by the second death. The second death is the lake of fire. Eternal separation from God in that horrible place of torment. Uh, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To him who overcomes, I will give some of the hidden manatee, and I will give him a white stone, and on, that st on the stone a new name written, which no one knows except him who receives it. Hallelujah. There's a new name written down in glory for we who overcome by our faith in Messiah 
Jesus, and he who overcomes and keeps my works until the end, to him I will give power over the nations. Hallelujah. This is after we've been raptured, caught up to that place the Lord's been preparing for us. We've received our rewards and given assignments to reign under King Jesus in his kingdom. And then we return with him and take up those positions if we overcome. He who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments, and I will not blot out his name from the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. We can know and overcome our enemies, this world system that is set against the Lord, our own carnal nature, the flesh that fights within us against the Spirit of God and the devil and his demonic forces. We do so with our compass reading. Romans 12, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And all of that is to say this. Look with me at some passages in, in uh, Philippians chapter 3. But what things were gained to me, these I have counted lost for Christ. Yet indeed I also count all things lost for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as rubbish, that I may gain Christ and be found in Him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith. Before his faith in Messiah Jesus... Paul was wrapped up in a newfangled Judaism that's with us still today that rejects the Jewish Messiah, Yeshua. Yes, it was the most important thing in Paul's life. It was the source of his personal righteousness, he thought, yet he forsook his life's greatest passion because of his faith in Messiah Jesus. And in that same kind of thought, I want to share a testimony with you. I was as lost and in sin as you can be. And it may be hard to believe, just use your imagination, but many, many years ago, I was a bodybuilder. And I had won my first big contest. There was 131 contestants from all over Texas. It was the biggest amateur bodybuilding contest in Texas. And it was hosted by uh, Mr. Olympia high-placing contestant who was very well-known at that time. His name was Lee Labrada. Lord bless Lee Labrada wherever he is. Anyhow, he walked out on stage. Thousands were screaming and yelling. He brought me a 14-foot trophy, and when he presented it to me, the place went wild. ESPN was there interviewing me because they believed that I was very close to being on a professional bodybuilding stage, blah, blah, blah. Well, the Lord... He delivered me and he saved me from my sin. Yes. And when he did, one of the first things that I did, a kind of an act of repentance, a fruit of repentance for all my pride and arrogance and foolishness that was wrapped up for me, wrapped up in bodybuilding. Yeah. Is I broke that 14 foot trophy up into pieces and I took it out with the garbage. And I had friends of mine who said, how could you do that? Look how hard you worked to get that trophy. I said, no. It represents something I want nothing to do with now. Yeah? And continually, we need to bear the fruit of repentance. We need to live a lifestyle of repentance. Uh, there was a pastor many years ago who said something I'll never forget. He said, there's two kinds of people in the world. Those who don't know Jesus and those, to need, those who need to know him better. Which one are you? Which one are you? Philippians continues, that I may know him 
and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being conformed to his death, if by any means I may attain to the resurrection of the dead. Paul shows us here that we need to overcome by constantly taking internal inventory and continually having spring cleaning year-round. If you really love and want to know Messiah Yeshua, you'll want to know him in a way that you love what he loves and you hate what he hates. You'll want to experience not only the power of his resurrection, but also to be so close to him that when, not if, his enemies come for you, that you'll consider it an honor and a blessing. Look at our Savior's words in Matthew 5. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they revile and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven, for so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. And then, back to Philippians, Paul continues to write about his powerful overcoming faith in Messiah Jesus. What a compass for overcoming. Philippians chapter 3, beginning in verse 12. Not that I have already attained, or am already perfected, but I press on, that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize, hallelujah, of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. What does he do? He says, I forget those things that hindered me on my journey before. And I start from here. I start from here. I start from here. Where are you right now? Where are you? And and would you come before your creator, the God of creation, our Father in heaven, his only begotten Son, Messiah Jesus, and the Holy Spirit, Would you come before him and say, Father, I want to start from here. I've heard these, these things from your word, our compass for overcoming. Have you truly received Jesus as your Savior and Lord? Have you repented of your sins? Have you begun to change your mind about your sins and cried out to Jesus, believing he died on the cross for your sins and rose again? Yes, have you done that? Is there a real fruit of repentance in your life? If not, call upon him now. Why? Whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Jesus, Lord, I want to start now. Please save me and forgive me. Yes? And if you're doing that now, there's information at the bottom of your screen. Contact us. We would love to send you some brochure that will help you begin your new life in Messiah Jesus. But for everyone who's watching, start from here with the things you've heard today and watch what the Lord does in your life. Oh, Father, bless all who are watching now. And may we be fruitful, Messiah Jesus, till you come for us, Father. Amen. More than ever, start here, start today, and watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R. 
I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. We also have audio programs available on our website, watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again Our conquering king on that day His sword will go forth To take back and restore